And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 35 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And that little ditty was Robert's theme for our show. It's a beta version still. Don't. Yeah, it's in beta. It's, so, it's, in it's beta. so beta. It's a beta male. Yeah, that's so beta. Yeah, yeah we can't yeah. wait till it's alpha like the rest of us. Like, yeah, the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, guys, what up? Uh, what up? Yeah, what up? <laughs> not much <laughs> at all. Cool. Now that we got the what ups out yeah, of the way, ooh, the traditional on? what ups. Um, I don't know, man. We're just chilling, hanging out, sitting in front of microphones. Uh, a little later than we usually record. Yeah, this is a late record. You got some bedhead. Were you well, out like I'd, that with your yeah, bedhead? Yeah. My goodness. Oh, you probably had a cap on or something. No, this is the true. <laughs> this is the true style, <laughs> the baby. Style. Okay. Also uh, great for the podcast. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> We'll release some photos for the podcast just my hair. For the, for, for the first time. Yeah, for the first time, it'll just be photos of my hair. Yeah, right, you took a picture of the studio once. Did I? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Right here. Right without, there. Without right, us. Right here. Another yeah. good visual also, guy. Yeah, right <laughs> there, huh? You guys, I'm on fire. Um, uh, It is a little later than usual, but hey, a little secret. Actually, earlier in the week than when we usually record. In fact the week prior to the episode coming out. That's Ooh, true. Can you believe it? We're usually, I mean, we we are usually posting like a day or two after we record. Right. So. And this is, spoiler alert, almost a full week before the episode is going to come out. <laughs> so it's like a po- a prequel spoiler when they yeah. hear it. Okay. I mean, the reason why is because like we're going into intense Thanksgiving training for this week. Yeah, I have to mm-hmm. make sure my stomach is fully uh distended so that i can fit out as much turkey as i can and i started at the end of uh, last thanksgiving so i'm, I'm pretty <laughs> in fighting you're on a good right track now. yeah okay. perfect um you said your stomach is distending is that the right word yeah I I'm, I'm pushing it i'm extending it uh, i've heard the song boundaries. return distender is that uh return distender i think it's about that's my favorite thanksgiving song uh. <laughs> Of all Thanksgiving yeah, songs, let's, okay? Yeah, let's be clear. There are many out there, but that's his favorite. Um, cool. Well, uh, we have some movies to talk about. We have a big movie to talk about. Huge. Huge. But um, I'm going to surprise you guys with a topic. Okay. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week in terms of male problematic people in oh, Hollywood. shit. Did you guys hear the Louis C.K.? Of course. Wait, I, think we li- I think it was like literally on my phone when I left yeah, your I know. house. Yeah, I I uh, I heard of it. I actually haven't heard what the details are. Um, Louis C.K. for years has apparently been um, exposing himself to female comedians and like jerking off in front of them. Yeah. Essentially, like Meal. like just pulling down his pants and just masturbating in front of women, or masturbating oh, on the old, phone while he's gag. on. Yeah, you know, we all know that. But well, I mean, here's the thing: is that in in the comedy community, it was like another open secret. It was like Kevin Spacey, were like. People knew that this was a thing. It's a, yeah, it's but it was a, like a buried, like oh, you know, he's like. It sounded like a true rumor. Yes, like and yeah. he didn't do it to any guys. I uh, guess not. Nope. Yeah, that's unfair. That's unfair. That's unfair. I um, yeah, no, no one deserves. I so what I I wanted to to say about this was this story actually broke in 2012. Gawker, yeah, Gawker broke this story in 2012, and it was never attributed to the two two comedians who. 
Oh, nobody got... So no, it was never like... They I never said... That, well, I never, I shouldn't speculate. There was there was a, a famous comedy duo that so, it was... Yeah. Yeah. So um, I believe that the story has now come... I for, I'm, I apologize. I forget who the two comedians who well, wrote the, probably, the, the, the new... I think it was a New York Post story or New yeah, Yorkers. I'm, I'm very sorry. But um, these two have now come out and said that it was, you know, that they were who were talking about it originally... Mm-hmm. When this story came out in 2012, everybody assumed it was Garfunkel and Oates. Oh, yes. And they were just, like, obliterated online. Like, people just attacked them, even though it wasn't even their story. Yeah. Everybody assumed that it was Garfunkel and Oates because, you know, it was two female comedians. Yes. And I guess it added up in people's minds that it would be Garfunkel and Oates. Maybe they were in Aspen at that time. Sure. the show or something. And so people just destroyed them online. Like the sort of stuff you'd read on Twitter, which is an obviously terrible place to go if you're looking for the best in humanity anyways. But the kind of stuff that was written about them was just like horrible and it wasn't even their story. So I just wanted to say that like, if you want an example of why people don't come forward with sexual harassment claims, there it is because it wasn't even their claim and they they were getting attacked. They were attached to it for no, with nothing. Right. Yeah. Louis CK is an asshole. (laughs) Just, Get that out there. All right, we they got can, it. We yeah, got it we got, got it on, got it clean. That can go on a drop somewhere. Um, somebody tweeted, I think it was Lauren Duca tweeted um, on, on Twitter, which can be good for some things. Yeah. She did tweet, uh, 2017 is turning into the year of male accountability. Mm. And I, you know, I hope, and I hope 2018 so. 2018 is more than that. Right. I hope, I, I hope to. Yeah. So I, uh, it, it is very discouraging to see all these people, you know, that this is true about all these people. But at the same time, I'm glad it's coming out. I'm glad that victims are are feeling, I mean, obviously not everybody is feeling safe, you know, to come out with their story and that's, that's okay. you know, like that's okay. But I am glad that there are more than ever people are feeling safe and, you know, empowered to come out with their story now. So, you know, when you think back to like Mad Men and stuff like that and how there's a, like the slap on the ass and everything, is oh, yeah. this going to be the new when people think back like, oh, yeah, this, we're making a show in, in 2030, whatever. They're making a show about 2017. God. About a comedian who just, jerks off in front of well, women. Just like or? Every, well, every boss. Every boss is just going to be like jacking off into I mean, a flower pot. Right. But that's, their, that's like, in, oh, that was common back then. Well, that's in his shows, though. That's, I think, the extra layer that's disgusting is he talks in his own stand-up in, his, in some of the episodes of his show doing doing that in front of people and Matt, it's just the egregious thing to me is that he issued a, a statement that is not an apology he literally never says he's sorry mm-hmm. because that would uh, uh, that would have some sort of accountability attached where he could and also be sued kept, what he did is a crime and then also kept talking about how these people worship him or yes, not worship yeah. him but look up to him and, and he now had no concept as this high level comedian that, that there what was he was a doing power balance or something I, yeah and then I, he and that there is consent where someone feels like they cannot say no that is still that that still means yes still means no right. you know what i mean yeah and he's a I, there's no good word for he's an influential comic and like one of the biggest comedians in the world yeah. so even I, if you wanted to say no no amount of art i would rather watch nothing for the rest of my life if it meant all the people that were going to make it were all assholes and i don't want to support them that'd be fine yeah. I'll, I'll look at a blank wall for the rest of my life if, sure if assholes are no longer um able to make art and make, manipulating yeah, people and, and right. fucking with people like yeah. that so that's that's so, what i have to say on that yeah i'm uh again i i'm horrified that these stories keep coming out because uh, it means there are there are so many more victims out there who It'll are not happening. coming out yeah but um i am glad that these people are getting their comeuppance for being horrible 
assholes and They'll never treating people like shit. They'll never suffer a fraction of the way that they are. Yeah. So Louis C.K. will be back in a couple years on this Mia Culpa tour, tour right. and, and people will gobble it up. I they said, really will. I, I said it that like when the Kevin Spacey news came out, I said like every late night host who lets him on their show on in his inevitable apology tour is as culpable in this as anybody else in the past. So... I, I hope that in the future we don't see Kevin Spacey, you know, like talking about, you know, how much he's suffered on, you know, Colbert or he's had an Fallon incredible career. Or something. I think yeah. he'll be fine. So I'm and same thing with Louis C.K. I don't care to see these people in a couple of years saying like, you know, I'm really turned the corner. Making I just want to see about them. how he turned a corner. Right. I just want to like it would be great to see them doing some work towards like actual humanity, actual humanity versus like going on a talk show host and saying, please forgive me. Do something for yourself and don't post it. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm glad that they're changing or that they're uh, taking out Kevin Spacey from that all that money in the world movie because yes. that one looked good. And yeah. like boycotts are tough when someone's involved said, in yeah. a project that's really good. Yeah. And I just... Uh, Okay, we talked before the show. We talked about this whole EA fiasco that's going on, and I didn't want to get into it, but it kind of fits in that, uh, like EA's doing some really shady money practices, money grabbing kind of stuff, and so I want to boycott EA. But then I'm watching like videos of the people who worked on on the project and who they actually, make it look like, good and play good. And you're yeah, like, exactly. oh, this they, is like, a lot of talented people put in a ton of time, yeah. a ton of work, and were very passionate about it. And then because the the higher up marketing people are just like grabbing money from it. I- I think there's I a. Don't, I don't want to be involved at all. I think there's a really strong argument to be made for not supporting, not supporting things as much as possible that that people will profit from and then and then keep making more things on or defend themselves with when they don't. Def- yeah, it's it's a tough one, but I understand what you mean. Where it's like it's one. That's an example where they're taking out this toxic person and replacing mm-hmm. them in the movie that they think otherwise is a good product and something that people will enjoy. So yeah. Hopefully, moving forward. I think, yes, yeah, sadly, as I said in the last episode, this won't be the last allegation. No, probably won't, be the last, probably won't be the last allegation before this episode comes out. So, uh, yeah. yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Just like last time. But yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm hoping going forward, it just becomes a better, a better environment for people there. People, um, some art does come out of suffering, but not like that. Yeah. There's, there's no need for that. Right. That's we, we have, we're a better uh, uh, people now. So it does. Yeah. I mean, that is one thing is that uh, it, as horrible as it feels to try and find like a silver lining in something like this, it does feel like the tide's turning a little bit in this Hopefully. area. And I don't think it's ever going to be perfect. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I, it can be with humans. No, I don't think it can be either. But I think that that seeing that all these like powerful people are being toppled and, you know, uh, like you said, they will never feel a fraction of the of the pain and suffering that the people that they abused have. But the fact that they can, you know, like Kevin Spacey being taken out of a huge movie, you know, I think it was really important for Ridley Scott to say, like, I'm a powerful director. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have say in this. There's probably a lot of directors out there who don't have the money or the resources or to the say, studio like, would say, we're going to find you all this money. For right. You, you know. To say, like. You know, like Ridley Scott was able to say, like, you know, I'm, I'm just taking him out of my movie and we're recasting him with Christopher Plummer. Sure. And, you know, this is like a month and a half before the movie comes out or something yeah. like that. And there's not a lot of directors out there who have the clout and the ability to then just reshoot an entire part like that. So I think it's really important for people like Ridley Scott to say, like, enough. Mm-hmm. And to even because I think that if the movie came out with Kevin Spacey in it, I think there's some level of like you 
you know, you're just fine watching him on screen then. Yeah. You know, I'm like, then at, it, there's a little bit of your brain that kind of forgives him because like, I well, wanted to know, watch Baby Driver's Out for rental again. I wanted yeah. to watch it again. And I'm like, I, I my $5 goes somewhere. Right. It goes to some, it, it yeah. gets split up and it, it goes to somewhere. It affected I, my, like I was out buying movies this week, like last weekend. And, you know, I bought Spider-Man and, and uh, the big sick. And I was like, oh, I, I should buy, I and I didn't buy Baby Driver for that reason. I was just like, I can't support him in that way and so i know spider-man like, 2 instead yeah, yeah 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 that's where the importance of stealing comes in the importance of stealing the importance of stealing no it's just like i i think i'd have a hard time even just watching the movie again yeah it is I, I understand yeah i know I, now I, you can only watch movies where kevin spacey is the bad guy i i think i'd even have a hard time like because he's a different because <laughs> knowing that he's like a true bad guy in real life yeah is, yeah i just i i think i'm gonna have a hard time with anything with him in it i understand I, th- I think we'll it'll be an interesting i think 20 in uh 22 will be interesting for movies because i think not that it didn't necessarily inform it before but i think i'm going to be even more conscious of that kind of thing and that that might affect uh what i see yeah that being said i have seen a movie recently ah, um, moving on yes nice segue to the a brand new Apple. one Movies we've seen. Blowing out your ears with that movies we've <laughs> seen theme song. Andrew, I'm sure you'll take care of it in post. Lickety split, it'll be so yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> um uh Robert, what'd you see? Guys, last night. Last night. I saw I op- saw first <laughs> oh, showing. I that's what we were doing. First showing, opening night justice league oh my god (laughs) speaking of supporting shitty yeah um yeah i saw justice league last night um why i will why'd you do it um more purely morbid curiosity i took one for the team a bullet that neither of you thought you were gonna have to stand in front of anyway so here i am um i figured we could talk about it generally doesn't have to be spoilery especially since it just came out but if you guys want to ask me anything about the movie oh this is an ama an ama since eisenberg in that piece of shit I'm like, I said, not spoilery, and then immediately <laughs> yeah. you're like asking, um, okay, do it. should I just, just wait, yes or no. how about at this moment, we'll say anything you guys asking me could be in the realm of spoilers, okay? Okay. Max Eisenberg is in a post-credit scene to Justice League. Oh, great. Deadshot. Um, still too much. Or wait, who's, Will, is with, Will, Smith? Will Smith is Deadshot. Oh, okay. So Deathstroke okay. is on a speedboat and comes up to a yacht and... Uh, Lex Luthor has like they go to his cell and they're like Luthor come out and it's just a crazy other bald guy who's like <laughs> and then it cuts to Luthor on a boat and Deadshot gets on the boat or I'm sorry Deathstroke uh-huh. and he's like who plays Deathstroke uh, Joe Mangiliano or whatever from uh, Magic uh, Mike oh yeah Oh yeah, the guy oh, whose oh, dick is too big. Oh, That's his yeah. problem in the movie. Is his dick is too big. So I'm saying, um, oh yeah, and you're like yeah from Magic Mike, yeah. I, yeah. which I've never right seen. Now. Yeah, he's also but, in True Blood. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, he is, he's Deathstroke. He takes his mask off. He's got the, uh, he's Slade Wilson. He's got the one eye patch and the white goatee. And, uh, Luthor is basically like, Hey, don't you think we should have our own league and implying that they're going to have a, uh, 
League of Doom. Great. Doom cool. League. I can't wait for Doom that Legion one. of Doom? Isn't that Legion the... of Doom, sure. Yeah. So, it isn't in a swamp. It looks like it's in Monaco or something. Cool. Um, got rid of the all swamp. right. So that was the first one. Andrew, anything to ask me about the movie? Um. So Come right on, now, I believe, I believe. Yes, on, and me. <laughs> I believe on Rotten Tomatoes, it is sitting on like a 48. Oh, is it percent? that high now? It was at like 36 last night. Ugh. Maybe it's changed. I saw that was like after they lifted the uh, embargo. review embargo. Yeah, it was. Be- it was better than man or better than Batman versus Superman. That's what Rotten a lot of people said. Is that Man of Steel? It's worse than oh, worse than Man of Steel. <laughs> well, Man of Steel was like 55. It was yeah. like almost fresh. Oh, you're talking um, about this. Is that where you would rate it yourself? No, no, no. I'm talking about. I, I'm surely talking okay. about Rotten Tomatoes. So 39. percent I guess I'm okay. gonna jump ahead of Andrew. Where would you rate it? It was like similarly bad in like a Suicide Squad way where it's like very forgettable and that's unfortunate. All the stuff that you see in the trailers is very much like the big things in the movie, which is very surprising and and that's un- unfortunate. Um I'm 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 I don't know why I'm pussyfooting around I'm just trying to be kind of like general about it, but it's just like I didn't the it, I know it's like a, a jerky thing to say, but like they already set up this grim dark universe. So having the lightness and the jokes and all this stuff is like whiplash. It, it, it's it's like Iron Man 2. Yeah, <laughs> not good. And then you, um, if you see the movie, no, you lose. I think Wire. <laughs> I think Iron Man 2 is better than this. And then that's not a great movie. What's well, a better movie a pretty, than this? I mean, it's a pretty decent. It's decent. Yeah. Which Marvel movie is worse than this one? Um. God, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it might not be worse than any Marvel movie. Uh huh. Wait, I don't know. It's it just, might not be. So there are worse Marvel movies. Is no, no, no. I just. Well, I'm just like straining. There've been a lot of Marvel movies, and most yeah. of them are pretty good. Like, let's go through them all. Yeah, one by one. Um, no, I just. I, I will say this uh, because I think this will come into our topic later. Batman's in the movie. Batman's in the movie. Uh, it has some of the worst CGI I've seen in a big budget movie. I believe it. It's been bad throughout all. But like of some of the scenes, movies. they show I don't know in if the you've trailers. Seen the picture. My uh, my wife posted a picture uh, to uh, to a group uh, that we follow recently, and it's it was someone. To, I don't usually approve of people taking their phone and taking a picture in the theater, but it was a picture of Henry Cavill as Superman with his CG'd out mustache in uh-huh. the movie. You guys, this it was ten times worse when I saw it in motion. Really, it is horrific it is like the polar express on his face like it is like this uncanny valley of like he can't smile because he's like well i'm filming mission impossible so it's this weird <laughs> like ring around his because he also had stubble he had a mustache and then he had stubble on his face and they put all these little dots and mocap things on him but it is so distracting and it's so bizarre looking. Jeez, just let Superman have some facial hair. Oh, why? <laughs> I'm now seeing a picture of it. Wait, do you see the picture of it now? Yeah. Not, okay. not Jamie's picture, but we'll someone show, else's. We'll show Max. Oh, it's probably the picture. God. That's the one that someone took. Yep, that's it. Oh, it looks <laughs> oh, he good. has this like, I like it. someone posted the this grin. Have looks... you ever seen it's a it's a rictus. It's like he's stuck in that uh It in... looks horrifying. I'm just It's like uh, totally... old dogs. <laughs> um what is the There's a deleted scene from Terminator 2 where John Connor tries to teach the Terminator yeah. how to smile. Yeah. And it's like that. We're yeah. kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, fake robot smile looks more natural than yes. Henry Cavall's there. Oh my god! And, and you see it in motion. It, one of the post credit scenes. It's the same thing where he's he came back for a post credit scene, uh-huh. and it's the same 
malarkey on his face. It's, how much of the uh, again, like, sorry if there's people out there who are listening. We're who are spoiling see it. it. It's okay. Um, how much of the movie is he in? He is revived. I would say Within like in the first two minutes, two thirds of the movie. They go back to that Kryptonian ship. Uh huh. Everyone loves that set. That's yeah. They dip him in that goo. Wait, they, so they take him out of the ground? They uh, cyborg and flash and bury him, and they even say like, "We could do this really fast," but it find it kind of feels disrespectful. So the, the tease at the end of, of Batman versus Superman, where the where the the Nothing. dirt's lifting up off well, the ground, because he's Batman, still like the reason they even unbury him and try to revive him with a mother box is because Batman's like. He, and he says this, he's like, if there's even a small percent chance that he could be alive, we need to try. And it's like, didn't you literally say in the last movie, if there's a small percent that he could be evil, we need to kill him? Yeah. <laughs> I like, think he's, that is that's going to be his thing. Yes. Yeah, like, if there's a small percent chance that he's good at cooking breakfast, we have to let him try to make eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, if there's yeah. even a small percent chance that he's good at bathtub sex, so also, I okay, want him to fuck me. I have to say something else that kind of involves kind of the end of the movie. Cyborg looks sh- shitty. Yeah. He looks like a weird transformer. We've at the seen, end of the, we've seen the trailer. We yeah, know. I know. At yeah. the end of the at the end of the movie, they're like, there's kind of a voiceover, and it's like, we're learning. We're gonna be a team. We're gonna blah blah. And it shows Cyborg in a in, a, in like Star Labs, and he kind of like reconstitutes his body in front of you, and it becomes like solid plates of armor with the red circle on the chest. Like it becomes like Iron Man. No, it becomes <laughs> like what Cyborg looks like uh-huh. in like the Teen Titans and other things. And I was like, oh, so you. Oh, so you, you could, could have, have made him look fine, yeah. but you made him look like a weird, jagged, like, it just looks like his head's bobbing around a lot of the time. I I was shocked how bad the effects look. Yeah. It, it was it was jarring. I, they must be pretty bad, because they've been bad. How are you surprised by how... I awful? guess, like, because, because, like, if you're watching a trailer... A trailer, like, you, you can tweet. They might not be finished. Yes, yeah. But, I mean, we've had five movies of shitty But they've CG. made money. Like, that's the thing, is, like... It, I like, know, I just... just well, how are you surprised that... I know, but this is... Yeah, fair point, fair point. I know, it's, but it's every hero, it's the first time you think, like, they're putting every all yeah. the chips in this one. It's gonna look dynamite. I guess it is surprising that after five movies, they wouldn't learn something about it you know know? when like if you go back and watch the matrix scene where uh neo and matrix reloaded where uh, neo's fighting all the agent smiths and you're like that's a lot of cg dudes (laughs) yeah you you can tell they're all these cg guys yeah and they're all good thing they're all in these black suits where it's just a generic thing there are parts where wonder woman and cyborg and all these random people you're like wow this is this weird rag doll that someone had in this computer that's moving around it's it's bizarre. How does it look compared to the MTV Movie Awards scene <laughs> where it's uh, Justin Timberlake fighting a bunch of Sean Williams? I think I think most of the time they get they they have a, a lot less uh, uh, space to fill and they uh-huh. can put more effects, and yeah. better, more budget yeah. into that amount of time. Um, my last question. Sure. How is J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon? Barely there. Really? I someone even said like because the the villain's terrible. Yeah, that's and what I, I've heard. Steppenwolf and, is like the worst comic. And I was like, I would have liked yet. to have seen some weird dark side kind <laughs> Damn, of. That's bad. That's yeah. a low bar. Yeah. Some weird dark side planet characters. Like someone said, Granny Goodness and the Furies, and they were like, Oh, that wouldn't have worked. And I said, Well, ca- uh, you should cut out Lois, uh, 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 Jim Gordon, uh-huh. uh, Mara from Atlantis. Uh-huh. There's a Russian family because one of the mother boxes in is in Russia, and there's a family that it cuts to when they first get invaded by parademons and they barricade themselves parademon cuts back to them later the family's scared and the and the little girl takes out a can of bug spray and you're like cool. what cool and that's it keeps, so funny it keeps showing it's like this it's supposed oh, they, to be this yeah, connective tissue levity to it that's yeah, yeah there's this thing where you're like aren't you scared for them and it's like no i would rather see more jim gordon i would rather see or how about 
we didn't have a Jim Gordon before when Batman showed up. Right. It's fine. Like, he didn't, he didn't and he need looked, it. He looked good. He yeah. was fine. He looked but he's like, good. no, he's serious. Mm. This Jim Gordon fucks. No, no. <laughs> but he, he, it's just like, he was in like, you know the trailer where he's like, hey, where are you guys going to, and he turns around and they're all gone except for Flash. Yeah. That's like half of the time that he's in the movie. Really? <laughs> it's like him being introduced and uh, then him on the roof. That's it. Wow. So it's like, there's no point. Mara, the, or am I seeing it right? Mira, Mara from I think, it's Mara. I think it's Mara. She's think in, it's she's Mur- in no of Mur- Mur- it. Mara, Mara, yeah. She's in none of it. It's, it's, it's just kind of, it's the way that I felt about Who Wonder plays Woman. her in the movie? Uh, Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that Wonder Woman is like, oh, great. This, she's great. She feels different than the rest of the movie, but she felt so shoehorned into Batman vs. Superman where it's like, ugh, why didn't they give her her own movie? Why did they introduce yeah. her in this? It was like, Mara, these interesting characters. Oh, no, no, no screen time. We're just teasing them. It yeah. was, it was weird. I got, okay, I have two more questions. Okay. Uh, pretty simple. Real quick. I'll take two more questions. <laughs> Flash was he as was he as bad as off as I feel he is? Yeah, in, in I the didn't. Trailer I don't know. I didn't like him. He was. He's obviously the comic relief. Uh, do, and it do, does it work ever? No, because everyone tries to be the comic relief at okay. some point. So it actually doesn't really. If he was, if he was the weird bright spot in the dark universe they'd set up, that'd be more in tone. But he is like, is he jumping cra- over to the dark universe? He's, a, <laughs> but he's also cracking jokes just like superman says funny stuff and batman is like oh something's bleeding and then also nothing is bleeding later on when he takes his armor off it's like oh so you're wrong like i don't okay anyway it's, it's just, just a little joke that batman but he says it to so himself funny. he says it to no These one jokes sound he says good. it to no one <laughs> uh, like i want to see a picture of ma kent tied up with witch on her forehead <laughs> and a gag in this movie would make would be so bizarre yeah you know what one thing i was ex- expecting to be good and be like god dang it they got me and it didn't was Danny Elfman did the score and there's supposed to be a lot of mm. kind of Michael Keatney Batman and like John William E. Superman uh-huh. not I there didn't, I didn't perk up at all during the did they play the Simpsons theme during the movie they played yeah they played yeah and they played <laughs> famous uh, Danny Jurassic Elfman Park, songs yeah they, yeah, they played uh, everything yeah uh, Edward Scissorhands he did all of his <laughs> hits yeah uh, um, second question uh, underwater scenes did they look pretty good oh no if you think that like yeah that like cloudy dusty red like russia near the finale of the film like is like kind of like still it's like bright but somehow still murky atlantis was like it's just a small scene but it was so hard to tell what was happening and people clap their hands and make all the water disappear so that people like fall and then collapse it back in and it's just detritus in the air and just crap it's just like it's just bizarre. It looks like an old aquarium where you're like, oh, I can't really see That's the Aqua- saddest thing Aquaman in there. Uh, um, I do have one more question. Sure. <laughs> um, when you left the movie, this uh-huh. is a serious question. Um, like, did, did you feel like people in the theater enjoyed themselves? One, <laughs> one man angrily threw his empty bottle of soda down and said, nope. <laughs> And then walked out. <laughs> was, um, that, was that one? There was you? there was yeah. a woman behind me that was like had not seen Batman versus Superman and was like, "Is this what that movie's like?" And he was like, "No, that movie's like much worse and darker." She was like, "I will never, <laughs> I will never see that. I will never see that That's movie." That's good to hear. Um, yeah, and and I, and I was also this was yeah seven p.m. opening night. Although I, I would argue that most people are seeing it tonight or tomorrow probably, yeah. but there were tw- twenty five people in the theater. It was not sold out. This yeah. is a small local theater of ours that, sure. that we nearby, but no. Still, it's a big budget movie. It's a and huge like, tentpole. Yeah. Yeah. 
I I remember, I don't know how many years ago, 10, 15 years ago, just thinking about the idea, the prospect, mm-hmm. probably, probably longer than that. But when I was ki- a kid, thinking about the prospect of a Justice League movie with all my favorite heroes, and mm-hmm. you got Superman, I love- Batman, Wonder Woman, have Martian Manhunter flying yeah. around, whatever, all that cool stuff. And then it, I have no interest oh, in this. I- not even like I'm not hyped, but I have... I actively do not want. I to was see this barely movie, aware it that awful. it came out this week. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. you, you just mentioned uh, Martian Manhunter, who who's not in the film. Remember the teaser at the end of the trailer, who was like Alfred, like someone approaches him in the Batcave, and he's like, "You're here. Hopefully, not too late." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> what? No, no one shows up. Cool. There's no Superman in the Batcave. There's no Green Lantern. There is a flashback to a battle between Steppenwolf, the, the villain of the movie, and the Amazonians, the Atlanteans, and the humans, they all allied a la Lord of the Rings uh-huh. and fought <laughs> fought them. They cut off his finger. There's multiple heroes who, some of them I didn't, they're probably like classic DC heroes. There's uh, there's like, I think Hercules is one of them and like someone who can like make like arrows out of light. Hercules is a Artemis maybe. There's actual gods. But one of the fighters is a Green Lantern and he's using a big hammer and flinging it around. He's an alien guy. Uh-huh. And then he gets killed by Steppenwolf, and he falls on the ground, and the ring flies off his finger in front of Steppenwolf and then zooms away. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, so is <clears> that's that... That's coming back later. Is that going to Abin Sur? Is that going to Bubble? Is that going to Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> is that Does that not count anymore? And also, does that mean... Because they, they kind of retcon... They fuck up a lot of the timeline already in this movie. But does that go to a Green Lantern who then doesn't help Earth when Zod attacks? Or any other time during conflict, like I know it's a big sector of the universe that the that Earth Green Lantern mm-hmm. protects, but like that means hundreds and hundreds of years ago when the when this battle took place, a, a Green Lantern died, a new one was reappointed, and they were like, "Nah, like, <laughs> sit this nah, one out, dog." Yeah, yeah. What if it's just that the the like this uh, ring can't travel faster than the speed of light, and it's still on the way, it's still <laughs> it's moving, like- <laughs> yeah. The, the new movie will show the ring landing on someone's finger finally. Oh, I wonder what happened since then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, that's that's about that. I wouldn't waste oh, your money on it. It was very disappointing. It was it was not as bad as any of the other ones. Like the plot has a lot of holes, but not as much as like Batman versus Superman. And there are like moments that I don't begrudge fans enjoying to be like, oh my God, there's Wonder Woman standing next to fucking Aquaman or but they're, they're interacting or they're doing this thing. But it was just such a blah version of all of that. Like you said, like waiting for, I love, I love all these characters. Yeah. I want it to be good. Isn't it crazy? So Patton Oswalt came out with a stand-up album probably in like 2004 where mm. like there was a joke that Jesus has superpowers and like the joke was he would join, he would want to join the X-Men but instead it's like, no, you're, you're joining the Avengers, you know, you'll fight Ultron. It was like this funny joke. It's like the Avengers are so lame. Yeah. The fucking Avengers rock. Now these movies are great. You look forward to an Avengers movie more than anything else. And then the justice league comes out. And like, I, again, like I forgot muster the strike. I forgot it was coming out this week. Like when I saw a trailer that was like this Friday, I was like, what? They should genuinely, genuinely start over. I, absolutely which, which absolutely. would be a shame because i, I do no, think wonder woman shame. well but i think wonder woman's redeemable but hold it you i could, think you, you have could to keep her over you can carry her over yeah because i mean just do the same way you kept uh uh deadpool <laughs> Jeez. sure well their excuse the in this Ryan movie Reynolds by the way back. is that after the events of wonder woman where uh spoiler alert for wonder woman that steve trevor dies her, uh-huh. her boyfriend that for 100 years she has stopped fighting crime or helping anyone <laughs> uh for a hundred years? 
or however long. So it's not been a hundred years since World War One. Well, so she's still not helping people. She's, oh, wow. She claims she'll not be <laughs> yeah. helping people for another yeah. thirty years. Doomsday was a freebie, but that's wow. it. Wow. Um, well, also, whatever. Not thirty years since then. Yeah, since yeah. then. Well, Justice <clears throat> could take place in twenty thirty. That's or true. Who yeah. knows? Um, so yeah. Anyway, I we I will get off of it. We yeah just came out, but um, I really wouldn't waste your time if, if you didn't. If you didn't like the previous films in the DC You're not gonna uh, like this stable, one. I do not think you'll like this one. Okay. It's, Just go watch one of the like uh, TV shows because some of them are they're not good because they're stuck in the the thirty I, minute. And I still maintain that DC does some good directed uh, DVD like animated features. Like some yeah. of those movies are have good stories and are compelling, but yeah. not not this. Oh yeah, I, I totally forgot. We have the a movie, another movie, to talk, about, movie yeah. to talk about. Let's get to it. Sorry. <laughs> nope. Another one of those long, slow burns. I, yeah, it's going to get to it in like a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but just enjoy it while you can. I can't help but enjoy it. Ooh, I enjoy that. Ah, uh, there we go. Uh, the dulcet tones of Caesar. <laughs> that, of course, is Tarzan Boy by Baltimore uh, to what bring a- us into the war for the planet of the apes. Ta-da. Um, so I, got, I have something to admit to you guys. Okay. Um, I rented this movie on iTunes and I'm about to rant about iTunes. Oh, I rented it on my Apple TV. They give you 48 hours from the time that you press play, then it's uh-huh. gone. And so I tried to watch as much of it I could in one night. Okay. And then I had stuff to do. And then the same thing the second night and I had stuff to do and I came back. I'd rented it at like seven o'clock on Monday. Okay. Uh-huh. And I got back home at like seven o'clock Wednesday and I didn't have time to finish it. And so I didn't finish the movie. I missed <gasps> oh, the last like 45 minutes. Oh my God. That's a lot okay. of movies. Yeah. Wow. We'll, um, we'll, we'll cover it. But. So I have a bone to pick with iTunes. I think it's stupid that you would put a 48 hour time window on I, that's so the weird rental. Because I, I rented it via like a, a Microsoft movies or I rent it through like Xbox usually when I rent movies. But um, it's usually 48. Well, let me think. I, I want to say it's like 48 hours, but it's like you you can play it. You can stop and play it whenever you want. So it almost is like this time limit of like how long it's playing, not how long you have it for. I don't know. Yeah. I, you, so I you, doubt, get, you get, I doubt that would you be get true. A rent, you yeah. just, if it's too, watch if it, it over a year. Two, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm an, an yeah. insane, crazy idiot. Um, no, you get 48 hours from the time you rent it. I guess it used to be 24. So. Okay. So I guess 48's better. You know but we don't have a bone to pick. We're, yeah, you know, actually, good on yeah. You. actually, I want to celebrate Tim Cook. <laughs> um, no, it's it. I, it's so annoying to me. And like, I I'm, I wanted to finish the movie because we were going to talk about it today. Sure. But I also didn't want to get like pay another six dollars mm-hmm. to rent it to finish the movie. I will eventually see it and mm-hmm. feel free to talk about what happens at the end of the movie. Obviously, we're, that's what we're here to do. Sure, but I. I'm just rolling up my sleeves right now, and I just want to say, Apple, I'm coming for you. Oh, are you going to go to a genius is, bar? He is and, uh, rolling up his uh, t-shirt sleeves. Yeah, yeah my t-shirt sleeves so that I'm actually kind of cold. Out. Yeah. So I'm going to the genius he's, bar later, yeah, and I'm going to- Yeah, he's making an appointment with a genius right yeah, now. I, I need you to fix my headphone jack. That's what I mean when I say I'm coming for you, Apple. <laughs> and but what you meant to say was like, I'm headphone jacked, and I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> sure. So One I, of the two things. I think it was the same rule with Amazon where I rented it. Uh-huh. Like, how else would you do it? I don't know. I think, like, maybe you could have it while you're in the middle of it. It doesn't stop. That would be nice. I guess, like, I, I just, <laughs> it, like, you know, 
traditional video store rentals are like three days or four days or whatever. And then like, depends on how new, but I, yeah. I think like it wouldn't be so hard to, and again, like I should have made more time for the movie. That's on, on if me you, too. I'm not just sure. blaming Apple for if this. If you rented it from a red box, it wouldn't like snap in half after 48 hours. <laughs> right. So I think like it would be, I don't know. I'm sure that Apple has infinity money at this point. So I'm sure they could put something into like some sort of technology that says like, Oh, this person rented this movie. Like you could remind them and say, like, "Do you want to extend your rental for ninety nine cents?" Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good idea. idea. Something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like but, how much but, of the review so far is how, what mediums we watched it on and how yeah. over what duration right. of days. Yeah, I think that's all we're talking about today. Yeah. I watched so, it, anyways. Good. Episode, I watched it guys. in one sitting, all the way through, baby. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's talk about it a little bit. Did you guys... Oh, wait, let's talk about like the series in general. The, we, have we established... Do you, do you guys like the first of the movies, The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? The Rise is the first I'm sorry, one. Rise of the First of the Planet of the Apes? No. You I, don't like it? Okay. No. I didn't like it either. I, okay. I, but I didn't hate it either. I thought it was kind of like that middle ground. I okay. thought that the... the um, What's his name? James Franco and Caesar. Yeah. I thought both of them did a pretty good job, but then when it came around to... Like Draco Malfoy being yeah, a little Yeah, I think Andrew particularly, There's yeah. some weird, like, it's, for me, it's not exactly the same as, like, the Thor movies, where, like, the first one, feel, it feels weird that that's the first movie of this now franchise, mm-hmm. because it feels so, other than the yeah, characters, totally, disconnected. Yeah. But, I like, James Franco in the movie is kind of weird to me. Like, he just doesn't seem to be getting the tone of the movie right. He, it's weird that he feels like he's sleepwalking through that movie a yeah. little bit, where it's like, the, I feel like the movie, and I personally like the movie. I don't, I don't love it, but I was kind of like, this movie has cooler ideas and better stuff going on than James Franco is even giving it, right? Which is maybe a problem yeah. for me. Um, John Lithgow's good in it, yeah, but you know, and uh, Andy Serkis as Caesar, I think, is good in it too. Yeah, but yeah, the the what is his name? It's not Malfoy, Draco Malfoy. What is his name? The oh, the actor. Yeah. Oh, I apologize. You'll have to. Um, have to pull that, that is up. his name. Oh yeah, right. he, legally, he legally changed yeah. it for Comic Cons. So um, he doesn't have to worry about it. Um, he, I he, just he did the, a bad job. He did that's, a bad job. That's actually yeah, the only thing I remember. I mean, he didn't about, have a lot to go on either, but I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's still bad. Duly you, noted. You can do a good job. With Tom not Felton. A lot to go on. No, you know, okay, no, sorry, Tom uh, Felton, no. and I think he did a better job in uh, Harry Potter. So I'm not like insulting him as an actor, but I thought sure. that he was just completely cheesy and it took me out every time he okay. was in the scene no he was and like over actually, the top evil too yeah i love torture he was like impressing girls <laughs> exactly. by torturing apes check this out and yeah. then like the fact that he does the the heston line in the movie is just like yeah. it's too much yeah. well i will say that like i feel like since then there's almost unless i'm completely missing it i'm not a huge i don't i, don't I feel like they have the about ones. faced from that they don't they're like oh no, we don't need to do fan service. We yeah. can make our own good movies yeah. with these. This concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you guys think about like the second one? Did you like Dawn? Second one blew me away. I thought that one was so awesome. So I was thinking about that. I remember really liking it, but I also do not remember what happens. <laughs> in so it's it basically. All. I'll do a quick rundown. It's like um, the apes live in the redwoods of California, which is where like um, Caesar escapes to. Is Carrie Russell in that movie? Yes, Carrie okay. Russell and uh, the guy who plays the the new John Connor in the yeah. Channel Adventures. The, the, I was just and, I was confused because they're a married couple on the Americans, and I was like, am oh. I just am I just like it's from, a cro- no, it's a crossover. Oh, okay, good. That's they're married what, in real life too. Yeah, are they just, really? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Also, it's all part of an act. Also, Gary Oldman is in it. Yes. So oh, they yeah. they are part of a community in San Francisco that is like just barely holding on and they need power, but the apes live near a, a, a dam. So they kind of go as envoys to be like, hey, we don't want to fuck with you, but 
Is there any way we can try and finagle this dam and, and give ourselves power? Also, some of us do want to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once, once, uh, what's his face? Trigger happy McGillicuddy. He, he also, uh, mo caps Kobo. Who's like the, the oh. angry ape in, in the, Co- the yeah. sequel. Kobo's got great. Who's got like a scare, a scar on his eye, but like the, one of the antagonistic humans mo caps, the antagonistic ape in that film. That's pretty cool. Which is very cool. And the performances in that are great. The effects are great. And it ends up being that Koba sort of like isn't willing because there's also like a, a an accidental conflict. Someone, people are, or apes mm-hmm. are killed and he is not willing to forgive the, the humans. He's like, we should just kill them, be done with them. And Caesar's like, no, we, the best course of action is to help them and maintain our lifestyle the way it is. Um, yeah, I really liked number two. It has some amazing um, shots and like, yeah, I, I think the effects are like incredible. And I think I really mm-hmm. like the story and the characters a lot too. Yeah. Uh, also, at the end of that movie, because since we were going yes. through it, and just to lead up to this movie, uh, Koba tries to overthrow Caesar, and like they almost, have a battle on a yeah, skyscraper. Okay, okay, just to catch it. I was like, I was, I was just, I was watching War and like liking the movie, but trying to remember like what was in Dawn, and I yeah. all I could remember was the inciting event at the end too is that Gary Oldman lost his children to the to the simian flu. Yeah, so he he at the end is like willing to to blow up something and and you know hurt the apes to to help humanity you know in his in his uh grief yeah and the last thing he does is call the military who's supposedly north washington or oregon or something and and say like the apes are here come and wipe them out and then maybe we can push the disease back so the new movie starts two years later where they've been in conflict with this this group for for two years or whatever. yeah um, what did you guys think of the? Well, wait, were, was their group in con- in conflict with the apes? Because it seemed like it was kind of they had just discovered uh, Caesar's group. They they knew that like that's where the apes had escaped to is the redwoods, and they uh-huh. they needed the dam, and people had assembled in San Francisco. But like once uh, Carrie Russell and those that group came back, they were like, hey, yeah, there are apes. They might help us. And Gary Oldman was like, no, we this is too dangerous, or we should kill them or whatever. But like ends up it through a sequence of events like remember Koba steals guns at one yeah. point and shoots them and stuff there's I, I just mean within this at the beginning of this movie that's the first the new one or the the new one the war it's been two years since the military came down and have they've been in open conflict for two years with that group of apes no, or no with no. other apes no the the single group of apes in the redwoods have uh, it's the same group that they've always been oh. but they've been fighting yeah. I mean maybe new apes yeah. joined them from somewhere else but yeah. I, okay I got the impression that they were like just discovering i think them. there are new people there mm-hmm. no but this is like the military came down gary oldman said the, as his last words like there are okay. apes here kill them and now we the movie picks up two years later um yeah what did you guys think like of the the story so far i mean you only got like so far into it but like the story kind of starts out should we kind of just break it down a little bit they've been in war the humans the human army uses apes in their army as donkeys donkeys, donkeys. yeah <laughs> Made famous in Shrek, of course. First mention of donkeys in cinema. Yeah, um, yeah. They use these apes and they they spray paint them with donkey and they use them as like pack animals or scouts. Um, and they discover like and a contingent of all, apes in the woods. Yeah, all of these donkeys also come from Cobus tribe, and that's why they're that's like true. okay with that's turning their back on the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, the they apes. were apes that basically wanted to overthrow humans, and they were kind of, I, well, by by the the ape. Ape tribe standards, they were like weak. They were kind of they they sided with Koba and then they sided with the humans. Um, so yeah, there's a conflict and they capture um, some humans in mm-hmm. in this group. There's a mysterious colonel that's attacking them and they capture these humans 
including one of the donkeys. He's a, a, a gorilla, like a lowland gorilla. And Caesar decides to send them back, not kill them, to send a message and say, we just want peace. Like, don't attack us and we won't attack you. And this is our mercy. By the way, I ate a Caesar, Caesar salad while watching this movie. I think that's pretty that's, pertinent. That's, that's branding. Pretty, that's, that's, pretty, branding. that's pretty fucked yeah. up, I think. <laughs> there were Uh-oh. pieces of monkey in the salad, is what you mean? <laughs> oh, wait, oh, were yeah. you eating like a meal from Temple of Doom or something? <laughs> <laughs> monkey brains. Chilled monkey. Yeah, okay. Um, it, so what happens? Oh, so they send them back and in the middle of the night... In the middle of the night... <laughs> this is too cheery a song for what happens. I go walking in my sleep. I don't know. His uh, <laughs> wife and his son are slaughtered in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> I, there needs to be included or a new category for mocap performance because C- Caesar realizing his family was killed. Blue Eyes, his son, who was set up in the second movie, and his wife—I forget what his wife, Cornelia—I think her name. Judy Greer actually mocaps her. Yeah. Um, but I was. I was floored. I was like, I can't, I didn't think they were going to do that. Like, and I have, I'm in, I'm invested in these characters now. Mm-hmm, so I was, mm-hmm. I was thrown for a loop. And we were just talking about how like awful the CG is in, uh, that's why. In, yeah. In, yeah. Or, uh, what do you guys Justice think? League. So Can like, we jump to that? Go, like, it's, it looks amazing. I like, it's just, what did you think of the effects? Great. Yeah, yeah. I think like I mean the 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 motion capture on all the apes is like incredible, and it's so easy to forget that you're even watching. <laughs> that's what you're watching. Think, yeah, that's fake. what I think is yeah. a thing that that we're not taking into account for some or for some people where it's like, if you told me like, oh, we actually had to, they actually brought some apes in for this scene to do this thing, and I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But like, that's the point it's at where like it is so, it is so realistic when it's rainy, they're wet, and they're fur and. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. they put so much work into these creatures that I can barely tell. Maurice, the orangutan, looks mm-hmm. so real. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The gorillas, I think, look and so unbelievably real. It's crazy. Also, just the fact that this is a different species. Yes. And yet you can absolutely recognize yeah. different characters. The and Uncanny like, that's, Valley that's isn't really, the same, but yeah. it's, yes. But it, it's hard to do that. It's hard yeah. to... It, Get it so uh, humans will recognize faces outside of humanity. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And um, yet they they make these guys very unique, and uh, you can pick them apart, like pick them yeah. out of a crowd. Yes. Uh, yeah. I I I can see a character and like name them better than I can on a lot of like movies with just humans. Where I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't remember that dude's name. Um. So yeah, the his family gets a, a, attacked and slaughtered. His firstborn son and his wife are killed, and. He decides, uh, Caesar rather, decides to send the apes. So Blue Eyes, before he was killed, found out that there is an oasis beyond the desert that the apes can go to and be safe. And Winter, who's like an albino gorilla, is like, we should go tonight. We just got got attacked by the the soldiers. We should leave. And they're like, no, no, no. We need to wait. We need to plan this. In the middle of the night, his family is killed. And Winter is gone, uh, along with uh, Red, who was like the uh, lowland gorilla they captured and whatever. He, like an injured winter and left. Um, so they realize that winter like betrayed them because he was scared and he sends all the apes, his whole tribe off to the desert. And then him just Caesar himself goes to get revenge basically. Mm-hmm. And he's joined by Maurice rocket, whose son died in the second movie. And uh, who's the lowland gorilla that joins him? I can't remember his name. 
I forget his name too. Cornelius, maybe. Oh yeah, Cornelius be- is his youngest son. Oh, I'm sorry, that's yeah. his youngest son. I was for some reason I was I was like, are they going to say Doctor Zayas? Is Doctor Zayas going to be one of? <laughs> he's already a doctor. Um, a uh, little Simpsons uh, uh, to call back there. Anyway, so he goes kind of on a oh, revenge. That would mission. have been a good song. Yeah, man. Fuck. So they find a village. There's a soldier there. They kill him because he draws his gun, and then they find a girl who's mute, and they. And Cornel or uh, Maurice, the orangutan is like, listen, you can go on without me, but I can't leave her. Like this would be, it would be too cruel. Yeah. She hasn't done anything. Maurice is just such a sweet dude. I love, I love him. He's such a great character. Every so time they- I saw Maurice, I just wanted to go, wow. <laughs> I mean, he well, is a space cowboy. Well, I would definitely say that. Although I do have to say, I thought that it was uh, that the voice that they gave him when he spoke uh, English, yeah, was off-putting. I hmm. I didn't really uh, think it fit the character, and I I looked up the uh, the voice actor, and it turns out Gilbert that- Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> the name's Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> Jafar. I, I see that. But a woman plays uh, Maurice, and you I, know, oh, interesting. Do you know yeah. all the time, even for like his ape sounds? And I think that's why uh, it. Yeah, because in the last two movies, it was the same woman playing it. And so oh, I think she does a really good job of the ape sounds. Mimicking when, those. Yeah, but when they tried to put it into uh, actual the, speech, into English, they had to like uh, you know modify it a little bit. It was like so Darth it all Vader. felt a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Don't choke, choke on your ambitions. <laughs> it just like seemed, I don't know, like they couldn't quite nail it because it, sure. didn't, it didn't feel, uh, they had to pitch shift it or something like that. And it didn't sound unnatural. It just sounded like it was out of sure. the vocal range. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. Um, so where we, oh, they, so they pick this girl up and she's mute. They don't know why, but she can't speak. She has a little rag doll with her. They go north and they run into, you can let me know, by the way, when you, where, when you get to where you are, if, unless you care. Um, but they go I'll make a noise when you get to where, okay. make, a, make a chimp noise. <clears throat> yeah. He's got something queued up. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Oh, sure, he's, sure he, I wait, do. He's of giving course. me the stretching out motion. Yeah. He wants me to. Oh, wait, he's cutting his. He's doing the finger cut on the neck. Oh God. Um, they follow the troops north, and um, they meet. Uh, well, well, while they're scouting on this uh, uh, tower, one of their horses is stolen by what they think is a human, and then we meet my favorite new character. <laughs> you so want to talk a little bit about Bad Ape? Uh, go for it. Go give him a little introduction. Or, ba- well, yeah, Bad yeah. Ape is. A, a chimpanzee from the Sierra Zoo who escaped after the simian flu infected everything and he became intelligent, but he was around humans long enough that he learned to speak on his own. Was he not in the previous movies? No, no. this is okay. a brand new character. Okay. But he is like a scrawny, he's he's balding a little bit. He doesn't have a lot of hair for a chimp, but he's like, he wears a parka. He's, I don't know. I just, don't, I don't know. It's just interesting to see this ape that kind of like came up on his own. Like every other ape we've seen with like Caesar and they, 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 you know, they, they do this hand gesture and they're this community, but this is this yeah. little scavenger ape who's kind raised, of like human too. In the zoo. He like, he hasn't interacted with any of the other apes because like a lot of the, the apes that were in the zoo died a long time ago. Yeah. So he's been alone this whole time. He learned English from uh, listening to humans. Yes. But then never learned sign language like most of the other yes, apes yeah. use. And so he doesn't understand anyone but Caesar. Yes, that's true. It's, it's, it's a weird thing that, there are other apes that he can interact with because Caesar knows how to speak. Whereas like 
the other yeah if any other apes can do anything it's a sign and that yeah i love that about it i don't know i was just like delighted it was a very interesting character one one thing that i think is weird throughout the movie though uh in terms of communication is that uh like they do a lot of sign language but caesar's never looking at like the person standing behind him doing sign language and he always kind of like somehow recognizes what they're saying without seeing it (laughs) sure but Maybe that's like any movie where someone's giving a speech and like there's a guy behind the the boss like, huh? Like, I can't hear you. <laughs> like, um, so they so they meet up with Bad Ape and basically convince him to. Did you say who he's played by? Uh, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Yep. The one and only. Yeah. Famous for um, his role in Saving Silverman. <laughs> but they. And Daddy Daycare. Oh, my God. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, but he shows them the way to the border, which is where the. Caesar believes that the uh, troops are meeting up with another group of soldiers from the north to finally eradicate the apes. Yeah. So they show up, they scout it out, and the lowland gorilla that's with Caesar is like wounded and killed. And that sucks. And basically they're like, well, if we turn around now, then his sacrifice is for nothing. Caesar goes down and finds out they're like crucifying apes, like torturing them. Yeah. And that the group they sent off to the desert has been captured and is basically in an internment camp. And the group they sent off to the desert is all of the rest of his tribe. Yes, it's every ape, every intelligent ape in, in California that Including they had. Including his other son. Yeah. Who was not the, or, his or son. his grandson. Oh, no, okay. it's, his, it's his youngest son. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right, you're right. It's, it's his grandson. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he sent Cornelius with Lake, who is Blue Eyes' uh, wife. Um, so she, everyone is captured in this base and he is captured too. And the rest, the, the the second half of the movie like is almost like a war movie. Like he's like in a prison camp trying to yeah. get out, basically. I wanted to mention the soundtrack. Because the <clears throat> soundtrack I kept noticing is It's just, Michael Giacciano who's been yeah. doing a ton of stuff recently. The guy who just lost in a bunch of other movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's movies. done the he did the, the he did most, the Yeah. He's done the he's most changed trailers Star forever. Wars. Oh, I meant the oh, yeah. lost the lost intro. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he did an amazing job in this because it sounded kind of like a, a one of those uh, westerns made in the seventies, or kind of like the heist film, and so mm-hmm. it had a lot of just like really upbeat, cheery, but also kind of like a little bit off, a little bit unhinged. I don't know mm-hmm. what to call it. I don't know how to describe it. But I kept watching it, thinking like, "Oh, this is getting me so into the movie," and it's not really like a score or anything yeah. going on. It's just kind of like the. It was really compelling. Yeah, I I I didn't expect for the for the half back half the movie to be like uh people like in like contain like him caesar to be contained and them to be the kind of like struggling against these people as like prisoners um but yeah to kind of make uh, we'll kind of like speed up a little bit to make the long story short though they like they are captured um the group of apes including bad ape and rocket and um the girl who they named nova because she finds a a chevy nova uh like placard and Mm -hmm. that's what they call her um help are going to help Caesar escape. She, Nova sneaks into the camp and gives him food and water. They're having the apes build a wall out of a, out of Hey, a, did you get that paradise Andrew? Excuse me? That's oh, the cue that, that I have in this is where, that was a Gilbert Gottfried soundboard and uh, that was my cue that I have not, this is where I, you're, you have checked out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll I can just tread sit lightly back or and not. Relax and you should still watch it, but they are having the apes without food and water build a wall to protect them and Caesar starts connecting to the dots that perhaps the military that's coming from the north is not there to join them but rather to take out uh Woody Harrelson's group they are acting independently of the of the uh living humans north basically like they're killing their own soldiers 
if they start to get the disease where they go mute, um, they've determined the simian flu is basically like regressing humans and making them like primitive. So he's like killing them. And yeah, and Woody Harrelson is kind of like a religious psychopath. Yeah, he's like holy war, he said to him. It's like he killed his own, he had his son's base or whatever, even quarantine and like, you know, everyone killed because he believed so strongly that like they needed to cut that disease off and make sure no one got it. Um, but they... Uh, although I do think it's interesting that um, like he's talking about this doomsday scenario of like the apes taking over and uh-huh. having like... Uh, the humans as cattle and he's uh, actually exactly right if you take like the old movies as what is going to happen that's true <laughs> so it's funny that he's like but com- I don't completely know if... nuts but also totally correct he's like predicting the old <laughs> movies well I wonder too if like is that are the old movies the you, canon. Wonder, you wonder if the, the old well, yeah you wonder if the old movies are like if there was a Caesar initially in that scenario would the yeah, humans the... also still be they talk slaves? About, they talk about Caesar in... oh do yeah, they? in the old movies, I think oh. they, they mentioned kind of like the early. He's kind the of early like, apes. He's like the uh, Adam of Adam. The and Abraham Eve kind Lincoln. Of, yeah, he's the Abraham Lincoln. No, of, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, oh boy. Well, that's a callback to the Mark Wahlberg one. Remember, he comes he comes back to Earth, and the Lincoln don't Monument is an ape. Don't you remember? Don't you remember that Wahlberg classic one? scene, Andrew? I don't know. It's just like I landed on Earth, and uh, and uh, Transformers were here the last night. It's all happening. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are we doing really bad Mark Wahlbergs? Yeah. No, we're this doing is our really bad good. Mark Wahlberg yeah. impression segment. Uh, I guess I'm one of the good. departed now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Classic Class, Wahlberg. Yeah. Um, go to, Wal- go to Wahlbergers. So, uh, yeah, they, they plan an escape. Uh, Nova leaves her doll in the cage. Uh, uh, Woody Harrelson picks it up, the colonel, and he's like, what the fuck is this? Who's been, who's been in Whoa, here? Whoa, Woody, are you yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Hunger Games, everyone. <laughs> um, oh, when he dropped that line, I was like, oh. Yeah, I forgot my, yeah, forgot so my when, are, when are we going to get out of these Hunger Games? <laughs> um, so they're, they're, they've tunneled underneath, basically. or They find an old tunnel underneath the camp, and they're trying to like help the other apes and Caesar out. Um, and but then, if, if you've played Ape Escape, you basically know what's happening yeah. at this point. If you played uh, uh, Bubble Bobble, or who has what? Or bubble, what monkey oh, what's a monkey ball? Yeah. A <laughs> bubble Bobble. There's, bubble, the, there's bubbles in Monkey yeah. Ball. The game where the two wizards are shooting bubbles at each other. You <laughs> and get nar- and nary an ape was seen. <laughs> you get it. Um, Speaking of Monkey Ball, though, Andrew brought up a concern of his in this movie. That's true. In the 45 minutes he watched this movie, there is something that was glaringly missing. He said, "And what was that, Andrew?" Oh, we're talking, <laughs> talking about, about that, okay. that, that Yeah, we're talking about some monkey balls. <laughs> um, yeah, for eight, like creatures that walk around with no pants on, where them dicks at? It's a, it was a big concern. I still, I still maintain that the simian flu made them hyper intelligent and shrinkage, s- small in the d, <laughs> small in the d. Um. Uh, I think it's just I, under the floor. How did he have how did he have children? You know what, how dare I say this is the most realistic graphics I've ever seen? Yeah. When there isn't a very realistic uncircumcised <laughs> Here, monkey dick. Here's a true fact though about gorillas. Kind of huge animals, two inch dicks. Real fact. Why <laughs> do you know this? Bad experience. I don't really want to talk the? about oh, it. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Would you, would you get two inches too close to a gorilla one time? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Um Oh. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, gosh, I don't want to spoil. Wait, I mean, Andrew, you just need to finish it. But they then, okay. Woody I'll be, Harrelson I'll be right back. away. No, he gets in the car at the end of the room and then flies yeah, off. Yeah, and no, he has, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but they they are helping Caesar escape. The uh, the donkey in the human group is like realizes how horrible it is seeing his like compatriots killed, and tries to help Caesar. Like he's wounded when he's trying to escape, and he tries to help Caesar. He blows up a guy with a grenade launcher, and then he is like killed by like a soldier, like uh-huh. shot point blank. And then as all the shit's going down and the, another army is attacking them, Caesar blows up some gas tanks and basically like explodes the whole facility. The advancing army like piles in, doesn't see like the apes escaping and is like, hooray, we beat the crazy Colonel. An avalanche occurs and comes down the mountain and kills all of the humans. But the apes, Oh, that's convenient. But well, I mean it is, but it's, it is where they're at. I mean, it's right yeah. there, but the apes escape up the trees and basically like the two escape. That's a game, right? There you go. Yeah. Just, I mentioned it. Oh, you but did. The, uh, <laughs> but the, and once you listen back to the, uh, this current episode, but yeah, the apes are he's been checked out this whole time. Yeah. The apes basically climb I've been checking trees. out Henry Cavall's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to look at. Um, Anyway, the apes are uh, escape and they're great and they make a video game about it. And then, um, no, they travel to the oasis um, that they'd found across the desert. They found a champagne supernova in the sky. Yeah, something like that. There was, they have a wonder wall protecting them now. <laughs> but they, uh, Caesar's like, wow, this is great. And the apes are happy. And, and Maurice realizes that he has been wounded in the, the escape. And Caesar succumbs to his wounds and dies as all the other apes look on and they're like and maurice speaks for the first time and says like the apes your son will know about your sacrifice they'll know who you are and that wasn't the first time he spoke or he talked he uh named nova earlier okay sorry they okay yeah you better apologize and caesar was like what the fuck you said nova before is your first time talking (laughs) bullshit like yeah you really ruined this moment dude yeah anyway is maurice supposed to be a guy is it possible that Maurice is a woman? Uh, is more, I just, I guess I assume. Could be. I think, it's, I think it's a male circus uh, orangutan. He said he was from the circus in the first one. Uh-huh. So I, but I don't know. They're, he wasn't like, oh, I'm also a dude. Okay, don't get it wrong. <laughs> don't mistake this for any yeah. of the other movies. Yeah. I'm not binary, okay? Um, I guess I just assumed because of the name, maybe that was a mistake. <clears throat> yeah. I guess it was. I mean, you know, it could be that the humans named him Maurice and yeah, that, that's whatever. Um, but yeah, no, and she's I just owning it. But just yeah. in, but in general, I just wanted to say like about the movie. Yeah. I just, I just think there were some like amazing performances in this film. And yeah, I never mm-hmm. thought I would say that about like a movie about talking monkeys that are freaking fighting. The, I know some of them are chimps. Some They're of them are monkeys. Some of them are orangutans, gorillas. There's no monkeys in there. I didn't see a tail among them. It's okay. I thought they spun quite a tail. Wow. 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 Waluigi's here. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm, yeah, I, I just, I really liked it. I, I like the series as a whole, and I think that I'm just, I'm surprised how far it's come along. I agree. It, when I first saw that, uh, the first movie, and I thought it was okay to kind of like a little bit annoying because of okay. Draco. Yeah. I didn't expect it to go anywhere and I sure. wasn't excited to see the Same. second movie and then another what, one of those movies that like is thinking too far ahead like yeah. you're going to want to see the second one and you're like no I'm not like <laughs> yeah. yeah so I got dragged along with some friends went and saw it in theaters I was like oh my god that movie was fucking awesome and I was really excited to see this third one and yeah. it, I think it lived up to it yeah I think it's worth the 6 bucks I think you're going to have to rent it again <coughs> maybe from a different service give your money sure yeah maybe, yeah spread yeah. it around give it to Jeff Bezos this time instead of a uh, Tim Cook or we can the importance of stealing <laughs> on the internet yeah we'll teach you about that after the podcast okay great 
Um, great. So, would you recommend seeing the movie? Oh, absolutely. Especially, mm-hmm. especially if you're a fan of the of the. It's you. Yeah, you would have to. Have, I think you have to have seen the other films. You can't yeah. just jump in on this mm-hmm. one. But it's it's. it's spe- I mean, for the graphic alone too. I think like this is just a movie where like they put all their resources into these specific things, and you won't be able to tell. I think it's just incredible. Yeah, I was actually wondering because I don't know this. They're riding around on horses all the time. I'm thinking, did they? CGI the horses too. I don't even know. They, I mean, it just—it's kind of seamless. Maybe they are CGI. Maybe they aren't. I, can't I think tell. they mocap have mocap suits on horses. But I, yeah, it's one of those things where if if they had enough time with horses, I wouldn't be surprised if they did like an incredibly good looking mocap horse too. Yeah, they just had two guys together with a mocap suit on <laughs> as a horse, and then Andy Circus on them. But yeah, um, I, would, I would recommend watching all three of them, even though I don't really like that first one. I'd say just it gets while, to while, yeah, exactly. Yeah, while you have to while, while you're watching that first one, understand that that's it's gonna get sure, way yeah. better. And and it's like there's some emotional beats in the second one where you're like, well, I'm glad I've saw the you know, yeah. yeah yeah. Um, I'd recommend seeing the first hour and five minutes of the movie, and then uh, <laughs> I can't speak for the remainder of the movie, but uh, you know, but you will be able to speak. I to eventually it. will. We'll, you know, we'll get an update on the next. We'll do episode. an update. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we go real quick, Thanksgiving is coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite movie that you like to watch on Thanksgiving day with your families? Oh, interesting. No. Okay. <laughs> Bye <Goodbye>, everybody. <laughs> is that something that people do? I, I mean, like I, I don't, I don't have like a, I mean, like, I guess, do you have a, a memory of watching a movie on Thanksgiving? Cause I have That's a very funny. specific memory, but yeah, let's mm. talk about that. It's like, well, Cause it's funny to me. So I feel like a lot of people, what's refer- a, I guess like, do you have a recommendation of a movie you like should watch with your family on Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving. Hmm. Uh, I'll think about it. Okay. And you should tell us your story. Okay. While uh, we're thinking. I, we went to Thanksgiving, me and my family went to Thanksgiving when I was m- very young, not so young cause this movie was out, but, um, I remember we ate dinner and they were all talking in one room and then I went to go watch TV in another room and I watched uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie, (laughs) (laughs) in this TV room on the side. And so uh, I have a vivid memory on Thanksgiving of watching what is now considered one of the worst Mario Mario and Luigi Mario uh, fighting fighting the (laughs) evil Koopa. Yeah. I, I have kind of a similar experience. I think it was Christmas or around Christmas time and I watched Stargate and no, like, we rented Stargate, and I think uh-huh. some people started watching it, and everybody else like left, failed. And I just, yeah. But I stayed in there and watched Stargate. I feel like I, <laughs> but the the places I'm at for Thanksgiving traditionally have a lot of just have the, the a football game or something on yeah. usually. Um, but other than that, Showgirls probably is <laughs> Showgirls. <Yeah. laughs> no, um, I don't know. That's funny. I I feel like for not for my family in particular, but for some families, like uh, Christmas is a big one to go to see a movie or watch a movie yeah. together. And that's never been the thing for me, but I've always found that interesting. And I, that's interesting. I, I'm trying to think if there's like a, th- is there like, are there any like Thanksgiving like movies? Like, Poultry Geist, would that count? I mean, that's about chicken. Oh. I don't know. It's about turkey. Uh, um, there's the prequel to Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, try- I'm trying to think uh, genuinely if there's any like uh, specifically, I think there's movies that Thanksgiving takes place during them. I, you know what? It's a, um, so here's here's the list that comes up when I typed in movies about Thanksgiving in Google. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Okay, because they're going. Yeah, they're trying to get home on the holiday. home for the holidays. Okay. Uh, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Okay. Pieces yeah. of April. Hannah and her sisters. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I think that's a cheat. What the fuck? Uh, the Ice Storm. <laughs> Adam's Family Values. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's true because there's like Thanksgiving while they're at summer camp. That 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 might be one of the best ones actually. Yeah. Um. And then 
Garfield's Thanksgiving is another one. Oh, Son-in-Law. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Garfield's Thanksgiving is great, actually. Yeah. Go see Garfield Thanksgiving on in theaters Thank- now. Thanks Killing is that the name? That, that, was, that was the next movie that oh, was on okay. after is that, Garfield. Really, is that real or is that just a trailer? Or is that a real movie? Thanks Killing I thought came was out just, in two thousand nine. Wasn't that just as part of Grindhouse? That was just a trailer. I thought. Uh, Thanks Killing is a two thousand eight horror black comedy film written directed by Jordan Downey. Oh, uh, okay. It was followed by what? what? It was followed by a sequel titled Thanks Killing Three. <laughs> I like that. I, yeah, I kind of do too. Skip Bold. one, but by a sequel called St. Patrick's Day Two. <laughs> like, like, okay, I I understand that it's a thing where you don't want to alienate people who haven't watched the first one, but we're just going to alienate everyone. Every, you, might as, you might as well go seven or eight at that point and just be like, you know what? Let's just jump. Let's Thanks go killing the, in the space. naked gun road. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's funny. I yeah. I'm I'm really. I was trying to. Keep, you know what? Um, my, I I might gravitate towards is Edward Scissorhands because. They find Edward Scissorhands prior to Christmas, and then the finale sort of takes place right around then. Uh-huh. So I think that you could, you could consider that like that takes place during the court. I there's no there's no key scene of him sure. cutting up a turkey with his. Uh, Is there really not? I haven't seen no. Edward Scissorhands by the way, but I would figure that would be like you haven't seen Edward Scissorhands. I'll go. I'll go watch the remainder of War of the Planet of the Apes and Edward Scissorhands right now. For real, that it is. It is so good. Well, uh-huh. you know what? I say that now and then I realize like that's going to I don't want to build it up too much for you. <laughs> for you to be it's like It's a perfect movie. I love I do love that movie. You please 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 watch that. This holiday season. Hey, this holiday season with the family. <laughs> it's Johnny Depp's best. It it I guess I think it is. When he was putting effort into roles and like playing character actual characters. Uh-huh. Mhm. And you get a little hint of a Jack Sparrow in oh, there. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, at the end he goes, "See you later, lovelies," and then yeah. like winks at the camera. His and famous then, line: "See yeah. you later, lovelies." Yeah. Hello, lovelies. Um, you. Oh boy, yeah, you're in for a treat. That's great. Yeah, last last forty five <laughs> of Apes. Edward Scissorhands it, in a in a row. All right, that'll do it. Uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Uh, woo. <laughs>